0: While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast.
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Classroom Brew, or welcome back to Classroom Brew. If you are new here, thank you for joining us. If you are returning to the podcast, thanks for being, thanks for coming on back. Welcome back, I should say. Uh, If you if you don't know, my name is Ryan. I'm a teacher, a coach, instructional coach, uh, a bunch of different hats, as most of us teachers do. Uh, You can reach me at Classroom Brew on all the social medias like Instagram. (laughs) Had a stroke. Sorry. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and then if you want to get more. Classroom Brew content and support the show, go to patreon.com slash classroombrew. (sighs) That was a very deep inhale because this week has really been, uh, it's been a struggle. It's been not the best week that I've had in my time as a teacher and we're going to get into that. Um, I don't know why I wrote this down, but I think I get where I was going with this, but I wrote frozen pee for graves or your dog. And I think because not that long ago, I had a student that I overheard in the hallway yelling that they were going to, like, pee on their teacher's grave. Well, they said piss on their teacher's grave. Um, I should point out it was a substitute teacher, so, you know, I'm again, shout out to your subs. They're, they're going through it. And I bet you it was nothing. They probably just asked them to do their work once, politely. So I guess at the time when I wrote this, looks like I wrote this a little bit later in the day, I wrote frozen pee for graves. I guess my thought was if you freeze it and then you place that, you know, cube of pee on their grave, then just slowly over the years, over the years, over the hours, it'll melt. Like one long, steady stream, which I think is a better alter, you know, if they're really trying to, you know, get scientific with it. Um, Get the most bang for their buck, if you will. Bang for their drop, whatever you want to call it. Uh, I don't know. seems like I, I don't know why I wrote that down, but here we are. Or your dog, you know, just have them pee on it. But that was lovely. So the respect for for teachers right now seems like it's at an all-time low, if that were ever possible. I should also point out that I got this email. And, and let, me, let me give context if you don't know. Uh, I, I teach in Chicago Public Schools one of the largest districts in the country, I think we're like the second or third largest and we also have a a very strong presence of a union, uh, the Chicago Teachers Union and I <laughs> I should point out I am part of that union. I have uh, gone on strike twice, technically one was a remote action the other was uh, obviously on the on the picket lines in the freezing cold uh, a few years ago a, a couple of years whatever it was. Uh, So I am part of the union. I pay dues. I participate. I am active with my delegate to, you know, make sure that the right things are happening to protect teachers and their work environment. So with that said, as a (laughs) Chicago Teachers Union member, I received this email about a week ago from Matt Peprocki. Peprocki? Who cares? And it's uh, the subject line of the email is confronting a dangerous threat. Yeah, I'm sure that if you're listening in the car at home or in your classroom, I, know, I think you know where this is going. I don't know this man. It says, Friend. As <laughs> as 2023 nears, you and I must prepare to confront one of the most dangerous threats to liberty in Illinois, the powerful Chicago Teachers Union. It's, <laughs> it's you like the voice. It's a union in name only. In reality, CTU is proudly radical and explicitly political. It represents itself and its political allies in Chicago, Springfield, and Washington, not teachers, students, and parents. CTU is dead set on increasing its power statewide in 2023 and exporting its radicalism. I don't know why I jumped to this voice. It just seems like this is how you should read it. To other states where reforms like school choice are working this affects us all. Taking on government union bosses and an entrenched political machine like CTU is going to be tough, and we must be strategic and forward-thinking to confront this issue. That's why our team has developed an incisive new documentary, Local One, that's all I'm going to say, I'm not going to promote his thing, that puts CTU under the microscope. It tells the real story of CTU and proves that this massive political operation is not an ally of parents, teachers, or taxpayers. And he goes on, and on, and on, and on, and on, and on, and and finally says, and I'm reaching out today to ask you for your help to make this happen. Your gift today. Of course you're asking for money, you fuck. (laughs) Your gift today uh, will be put to work immediately so we can hit the ground running with the rollout of Local 1 and reach as many people as possible. As quickly as possible, with the facts about the CTU political machine. <laughs> Picture in the in the tough guy. Would you consider making a gift of twenty-five dollars to reach young? <laughs> Makes it sound so uh, weak, uh, putting it that way. And again, uh, member of the that this teachers union, um, and he's asking me for money. Has the balls to ask for money? What's his like method of? Of, what how does it, how will we sit oh he sent a link to that with a very long website about how the rise of America's most powerful teachers union uh, thank you for being part of our work and for wanting a better way forward for Illinois um, and again he's talking to a teacher someone <laughs> whose whose interests in workplace environment and career is uh, supported by that same union I feel like I should charge him. So can we find Matt Paprocki, Paprocki, Paprocki? Can we find his like Venmo, his PayPal? I feel like he owes me twenty five dollars, but at least he gave me some good, uh, some good content for a moment there. And what's funny is that I even I even got a follow up email just a few days after uh, on over the weekend from uh, from an Elizabeth Shidlowski or Shidlowski Shidlowski. Who cares? Uh, going on and on and on, and again starting with hi friend. Like, you couldn't find some sort of algorithm to get my first name. uh, Or even, you know, some sort of... T- I don't know. Uh, and it goes... It's an even longer email. And they, you know... I understand they're trying to get... This is probably just like a blast email. They're getting it out to everybody. Maybe they want to get me from the inside. You know? So, like, am I going to watch this documentary if they ever get the $25 from as many people as they need to be able to get it out there? Maybe. but, But I like the fact that they're exposing the hypocrisy how they're leaving kids behind how uh, how teachers are targeted I mean I don't know about that move the needle on public opinion move the needle on public opinion on teachers they already fucking hate us and you're trying to expose even more issues you think that's gonna help um, so maybe I'm you know not I mean I'm not an expert on this I, I thought it was funny that they're they're sending this to me and at the end of the day, they're just asking for money. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? So, yeah. Um, I guess know your audience when you're sending out blast emails. But, you know, that's just me. I don't know much. I'm just a teacher. Um, you may want my $25 and not my, my two cents. <laughs> but um, I, you might suggest, you know, maybe taking it. It seemed like a good... <laughs> Uh, a good uh, thought. Uh, okay, so with the teacher shortage going on right now, uh, I received, I, I forgot the username. I'm sorry. It was, uh, someone sent it through Reddit. Uh, and i that, that's probably why. I don't know how to get it. But this is a post from the New York Post saying 50 shell-shocked teachers, staff, flee chaotic Florida school district. It's always Florida, you know? Uh, so I guess there was a massive, you know, amount of, teachers and staff that just quit at their, uh, their school board meeting. Apparently, violent and disrespectful classroom behavior has led to a staggering 50 teachers and bus drivers. And bus drivers? We've talked about bus drivers before. The unsung heroes don't get enough credit uh, to quit a Florida district in the last two years. Okay, I made it. I thought that they were saying that as in, in one union meeting, or, or sorry, one board meeting board of education meeting 50 people just stood up and said i'm out uh so that's fun let's see if we can get there's a video for this let me see if i can get it to play i don't know my tablet's a little bit older um i don't know i mean people talk about the teacher shortage and i've read articles uh to, honestly to kind of follow up on this before doing this uh this episode saying that it's not really uh, there's not really a shortage uh Some people are actual teachers saying it's not a teacher shortage, it's a respect of teacher shortage, but I don't know, I guess people believe that, (sighs) some people think it's a fall. they're just trying to, you know, shape the narrative, I don't know what they could possibly be, you know, trying to, I mean, who does that help, I don't know, but there's a teacher shortage, you know, there's so many positions unfilled, Uh, let's see. IA's that that I
2: work with and myself, we have to like talk to each other in the morning and and motivate each other just to get to work because we know what we're going to face when we get there. Um, On an everyday basis, I'm deflecting, being attacked, um, scratched, um, headbutted, pushed, kicked.
1: Um, Headbutted?
2: I've had my hair pulled and been pulled down to the ground. Um, Jeez. I've had my throat gone for on multiple occasions. Um, so attempted murder. And it's on an everyday basis right now. Um, this is not always the norm. Um, Sounds like it. Because I certainly didn't expect that. And, and it wasn't like this when I started a long time ago. There was some discipline problems, but it was not this type of severity. Uh, <clears throat> I know that there's laws that protect our kids. And, and I agree that there, there has to be laws that protect our kids. But I think it needs to protect all of our kids and our employees, um, we should be able to go to work and feel safe. And our our other ch-
1: well, I don't know why the audio keeps children out who are there, witnessing but that's a good point. To, every to bring day out, they're that, witnessing. Oh, of course, technology sucks. Um, of course, that's an issue for the other kids when you think about safety. Um, I, I I don't how do I put this not and not sound cynical. I I'm not surprised by this. I remember before I I took a job in CPS, I remember I just, I looked up a bunch of stuff. I was just, you know, you get into a YouTube hole. And one of the videos was from a a school where there was, I don't know if it was a sub or if it was just a newer teacher in the building, but it was this poor teacher at a school on the South side of Chicago uh, that I now know and not too far from where I work, to be honest with you. And they were just berating and attacking and harassing this teacher. It was all over YouTube. Uh, and I've tried to find it since because I feel like no one believes me and I can't find it, uh, to the point where this, this poor woman's just sitting at her desk, just being like, please do, please do. And then just eventually gives up being like, please stop throwing stuff at me. Almost to the point I thought it was a skit. Like there's no way it's real, you know? So, uh, it, along with that, the part about like the, the violence toward teachers, obviously that would make anybody eventually, uh, leave if not immediately, um. The issue that I, am, and the reason I bring it up is because we've had our own issues with violence in the building, obviously, uh, but even threats of violence and not being handled at the district level appropriately. There's always someone that claims that they're an expert and they, quote unquote, took one look at the kid and they just knew that it wasn't a credible threat. To which I say, fuck you. You know, you network person that's never been in a classroom ever, and you're going to look at a kid for 35 seconds and decide... Nah, his threat to shoot up the place was, was not, not real. He's just talking. Imagine if it actually happened and it's on your watch because you were the one that said that threat that he just carried out. Yeah, I kind of dismissed it. But that's just me. And I point this out specifically for me because uh, for Peter and I as well and other teachers this year, there's been about six teachers with students who have made threats toward, toward teachers. During class time. And they were allowed to go back to class. Maybe not the, that particular. like the, for, In my case, obviously had to kick the kid out of the classroom at that point. But then when he was, and, and I even followed up with our discipline team. But for some reason, I don't know if he just slipped through the cracks or whatever it might be. But he was allowed to go back to his other classes. The rest of his schedule. And this was early in the morning. Meaning he still had Hours. Of roaming the building. And guess what? Two more times he came back to re-threaten me, to double down on his threat, because he was allowed to. And every single time I go to find some other adult who isn't a teacher, that their sole job <laughs> is to handle this shit. But because they were allowed to come to go back to their classes or to go through their schedule, they were allowed to continue perpetuating their own anger. And apparently reiterate it for others so that other teachers would be like, oh, you're threatening this particular teacher? Me. To the point where everybody and their mother heard about it. Every staff member, every parent that was there for some reason that day heard about it. Every student that I have, past students, students I've never had. Everyone knows about it because it was allowed to happen. And it's not the first time that that has happened, from what I'm understanding. And it, <laughs> the funny part, too, is that, do you know what it was about? The, the thing that the student was pissed off at me about was that they couldn't stop calling other students, like, bitches and motherfuckers. Just super disrespectful to other students, uh, admittedly in a class period with a lot of behavior issues. Like, it's, it's the one class period that has a seating chart. And it's only the third class in my entire career. Not that it's that long. I mean, six years. The only class, or the, the third class in my six years of teaching in this building that has a seating chart. Like, not like three years, no, no, no. Three class periods my entire time that have had a seating chart for a duration of time. So anyway, he was pissed because then he uh, wanted to sit just a little bit further away. Like he wanted to be like three or four desks down, just pushing the boundary. And I know he was, because I thought I had a decent relationship with this student and I know his tendencies. I have a pretty good relationship with the mother because I call all the time. But the difference being is that normally it was, you pull the kid aside, let's just say his name is Joe Doe. They're like, hey, Joe, you know, you really fucked up there. And normally, I wouldn't say that, of course, but but normally he would be like, This is obviously a few hours later, or maybe it's a day later, never to the level of threatening, but usually there's some sort of like, yeah, you're right, I really messed up right there, I apologize, I'm going to make sure it never happens again, I'm going to make sure that I'm, I'm doing my work and that I'm not a problem from here on out. That kind of shit happened maybe two times. That I can handle, but the threats, I was like, no. And when it happened by the third time, at this point, I'm no longer your teacher, you know? I don't say that lightly. Like, I'm not just being like left and right, being like, fuck off. No. I I, I literally mean, if you are going to be that vindictive and sneering and, and, and disrespectful and threatening on top of it, and I'm not pressing charges, at the very least, well, you're done. Wherever your grade is, I'll freeze that for you. But second semester, you're not going to be in there. Why the fuck would I let you in there? It's a threat to safety. So, point being, I bring up the union, I bring up, this this uh, massive, man, this massive amount of of teachers who are quitting, in droves really. Because this is a situation where my own union, the CTU, the Chicago Teachers Union, the most dangerous thing in Illinois, they may have to step in. I don't know if Matt Paproki or or Elizabeth Shitlowski or whatever her name is. I don't know if they're they're saying it from this standpoint. I'm sure it's more that I've cherry-picked you know, this argument and it makes them look bad. I'm not trying to do that, but it, it was on my mind because on the heels of trying to handle this issue of teacher and staff and, and student, for that matter, safety, uh, and the message that's being sent to students if a kid's threatening and then he's allowed to just stay in classes and keep threatening and they're just like, all right, well, that's just him being him. Uh, this is a situation where the union really comes in handy <laughs> uh, to step up here. So it's a bad look when someone's trying to send emails, being like, "Yeah, you know that, you know that union that's trying to protect you right now in an active situation. Yeah, they're dangerous, and they got to be stopped. They're just political. They don't care about teachers and, and students." I just I disagree. It's it's my, you know, limited viewpoint, but you know it is what it is. Anyway, uh, it's been quite a, as I mentioned at the top of the episode. It's been quite a week. Um, probably one of the worst ones in a while. Even to the point where with, you know, with the student threats and all that, that's one thing. But I get back from a field trip, and I've gone on many field trips, whether it's, you know, for coaching or for teaching, many. And this has never been an issue. And the, the field trip was fine, no big issues, but mind you, it's been a really shitty week. And uh, I get off the bus after the field trip, you know, any fiascos were all handled at that point. But I get off the bus... <laughs> and I step in shit, <laughs> what, what is this week, oh my god, well, just when I thought, you know, it's going to be fine, it's an easy day, the threats, by the way, happened the day before the field trip, which usually the day before a field trip is the easy day, <laughs> no, I thought I had a good workout, it actually wasn't, I thought it was going to be an easy day, it actually wasn't, finally on the field trip, thought that would be a nice, easier day, step in shit, <laughs> And so I texted Peter. I was like, I stepped in shit, man. <laughs> and I got off the bus. You gotta be fucking kidding me. And he goes, well, was it human or dog shit? <laughs> I don't know. That's the fucked up part is I don't know. You were, if you were to honestly ask me, <laughs> like, listen closely. Was it human shit or dog shit that I stepped in in the middle of the street when I was getting off of my field trip bus? I don't know. <laughs> that's that's a little alarming um, Yeah And then we get back into the building And then the hallways are like a zoo And kids are running around And get bombarded with like a thousand questions From adults <laughs> In the same week that we're dealing with the student threats And stepping in shit there was a, The bus took us to the wrong location And we had to kind of reroute it after we already got there uh, During winter time When kids are standing out in the cold it, Not the best not the best week, if you will. Um, yeah. So I think what I'm actually going to do um, <laughs> is I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it off here because I'm, I'm seeing I'm looking at the time right now. We're we're about twenty some minutes or so. Uh, I was going to do uninspiring inspirational posters, but I thought of that idea before I stepped in shit, literally and figuratively. <laughs> so. What we're going to do is do that on the next week's episode. So you can check that out. We've also got some stuff from Reddit, the subreddit of Teachers and Ask Teachers that I think we're, I said Ask teacher, I meant Ask Teachers. So we're going to get to that next week. Uh, so thank you so much for listening to this one. If you can relate to this one, reach out classroombrew at gmail.com or at classroombrew. Uh, that's on all social medias. Just Google us. It's a lot easier if you do that. If you want to support the show or get some extra bonus content, just more classroom brew or some podcast merch, Go to patreoncom slash classroom brew. again for next week. Maybe it'll be in place of our <laughs> our um, our teacher pep talk. We'll do it as like a uninspired, uninspiring, inspirational poster. So thank you guys for the support. And until next week, class dismissed. Classroom.
0: Through.